say something I think that's, that's more important and it goes directly to what you talked about, ranking member, which is the, the, the need, the, the, this toxic polarization that is destroying our country today. And how do we deal with that? We are more, this kind of division is more dangerous for our country than any time since the American Civil War. And how do we deal with that? How are we going to, every Democrat on this committee believes that we need to end that polarization. Do you think you can do that by censoring people? I'm telling you, you cannot. You, that only aggravates and amplifies yep. the problem. We need to start being kind to each other. We need to start being respectful to each other. We need to start, start restoring the comedy to this chamber and, and, and to the rest of America. But it has to start here. My uncle, Edward Kennedy, has more legislation. Wow, what a, it's been a while since I posted one. I think it's been, what, a couple weeks? I remember this, last time I took this time off was when my, my buddy passed away. I, I needed some time off to, to just really reset and get myself together. So uh, this time around has been an infusion of several sides. It's been my daughter having summer camp. And having to do more things for her as she's getting older and more responsibilities are falling on me. In addition to having more responsibilities in the office and having to do more things at the work environment. So a combination of those two and not having that idle time that I would. I'm, I'm trying to maximize it with personal. All these is good problems at the end of the day. But it, it's not something that I've been. And you know what, what's been also been changing with me? Like. I think I've been reflecting on the things that I want to talk about. Like I, I guess I'm I'm getting exhausted with talking about the the male and female dynamics. I'm like, look, I'm I'm kind of over that in a way, and I don't want to continue doing that, um, you know. But I also don't want to go into divisive topics, you know, like BLM was. You know, like I've had my opinions during those times, and it's weird. Like I'm trying to figure out what direction I want to go, like or what direction I want to continue with podcasting because I am going to continue. It's, it's trying to say, okay, this is what I've done for X amount of time. Do I want to keep doing the things, even though now it's redundant to me and probably to people that are listening, the two people, people stop listening, which I, which is fine. I totally understand. Or do I, do I just go a whole different direction? I think, and I think for me, it, it's i'll be honest with you i've been listening to a lot of political podcasts and a person that has really resonated with me deeply on a level that no other politician has ever done with me is robert f kennedy jr regardless of what you like or don't like about him i will say that everything i hear from him reminds me of what a political leader should be which is understanding that they're doing or they're trying to do a service for the greater good of society and within that greater good of society there's going to be differences between different work classes different environments different races and is trying to and the message that i see him say over and over again is Instead of being divisive, let's bring everybody together. It sounds like Obama-ish, but remember, this guy has no agenda. I mean, if you don't know Robert F. Kennedy, kids, it's a person that 
His uncle got assassinated. Only, you know, one of the, the last president to ever get assassinated. Then his father got assassinated as well. And it was all because they were going up against some of the systems that were currently in place. Whether you believe in conspiracies or not, that's the reality of it. Okay. They were going against the establishment at that time. Against some, they were trying to implement things that were going against what the establishment wanted. And the establishment, if you don't know what that is, is the people that truly make the decisions in the world that are part of the United States. If you don't believe there's such a thing, cool. I'm not going to turn this into conspiracy theorist, but anybody that's from the United States knows that there's a lot of fishy stuff that happens. Epstein being the last one. Epstein is one of those where you're like, okay, this guy was in a jail cell by himself. He hung himself. And there's no investigation as to find out who, what, when, how. And this guy allegedly had people flying to his island. He didn't have a way of making his money. The other stuff was donated to him. You know, it's like, I'm, again, I'm not trying to stir the horner's nest with conspiracy or be one of those. But my point is that RFK Jr. is uncorruptible in a way because the system as it is killed his dad and his uncle. So he's not trying to fall in line with whatever the fuck. So he's basically like a nicer version of Trump. Like Trump is like, fuck it. I'm going to come in here. I'm going to break dishes. I'm going to shake things up in a way that you're not going to like. And when I hear Robert F. Kennedy, I was hearing him in this speech, like where he was defending some stance that he took. I forgot what it was exactly. And the speaker of that committee Right before he was going to go on to speak, he was given 10 minutes and the lady goes on and gives him five. Says, you know what? Instead of 10, we're going to give you five. And the guy, through his raspy, fucked up voice that he had, demolished her in such an eloquent way of saying that, look, this divisiveness, all these things that you're saying I am, I'm not. I just come from a mindset from my dad and my uncle that we ought to bring people together for us to have a healthy society. And he's very adamant. And if you hear him on everything that he talks about, it resonates with that resonates deeply with me because I think what anybody can agree with that has lived in the United States for the last five or six years is the, the lack of civil discourse and conversations. Now it's fandom. Now it's finding out rank Yankees and Red Sox. My team is better because of these things. And whenever your team fucks up, I'm going to let you know all about it. Where RFK is saying, look, like, yeah, people do things right and wrong, but we're all in this together. So we have to find common ground solutions, which has always been my sentiment with politics is that no matter what you think of, of, of whatever idea. Like, I, I don't like DeSantis recently of... I, I, I love DeSantis for a while, but then there's a lot of policies that he's passing that I feel are pandering to the ignorant upper-middle-class entrepreneur that is not acclimated with other cultures because he is kind of saying that slavery was good for blacks He's kind of altering the AP courses so it doesn't talk about slavery. All these different things where, look, we have to embrace history. 
And I, I was saying this to myself today. I was saying that I, as a person of color, I don't feel that the, the people, the white people in this day and age are not responsible for my path. Like my white friends, none of them have any personal doing of my circumstances that I experienced as a child and in life. Nothing. Okay. It wasn't their fault. And it, but also we, ha we can't ignore the reality of the inequality that happened one generation away. Right. Like meaning my, my parents, I'm 46. My parents know a life when it was divisive of color and not divisive of color. Just like I grew up in an era that I lived in a world before internet and after internet. And my daughter would never know a world without the internet. I did. Just like my parents know a world where you were whites and colored and you had to be in a certain place. You, you couldn't go to a certain part of town. Those people are still alive. So for us to dismiss that reality that black people definitely did not have the same footing or the same setting generationally. Now, don't get me wrong. We're doing better. Now we're seeing more black attorneys, right? We're seeing black doctors. We're seeing, we're seeing a little bit more. Every generation, it gets a little bit better. So that's where I hang my hat on knowing that and my great grandchildren's generation, it's gonna be much better than this now. Um, and 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 that if you're able to take it from that point of view, knowing that yes, we did have slavery, we did treat people of color differently for a long time, but that's not the case now anymore. We have to do better. Like we have to acknowledge that past and not run away from it. But at the same time, not be hung up on it in 2023, not be hung up on it in 2043 or 2063, because that's not doing us any good. And I and I feel going back to RFK, I think he touches on that sentiment that, look, we have to do our best to look out. If, if you're a per white person, we got to look out for the for the people of color. Color people, we have to look out for white people. You know, whatever, whatever things are, we have to look out for one another because we are a nation. I'm an American at the end of the day. You know, you don't hear white people saying I'm German American or Swedish American or Greek American. Does that make sense? Like it's like we're not hearing the only time that people are, are talking about what type of where you from is that if you don't look white. And that's sad. I, I wish we can get to a point in this country where we can just say, hey, we're American. That's what I say to people. It's like, look, I'm an American. I, I was born and raised here. Florida is my state. Lakeland is my hometown. So, I mean, I don't know if you could tell, but I speak English quite well. So, for you to try to peg me as something else to make me feel like I'm not inclusive of America, it's not something that we should be trying to do. So, you know, that's been something that's, he's been very inspirational, to say the least, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., because it inspires me to take the higher road. Uh, not saying that I won't derail or anything like that, but it's more of saying, shit, man, like that's what we got to get back to. We have to get back to a point where we're asking our leaders of society, 
to look out for everybody and to do the best in looking out for everybody and, and finding common ground. And the only way you find common ground is when both sides get in and they don't get everything that they want. It has to be that way. And it has to be done from a common sense approach and not from a, I'm pandering to my fan base and you're pandering to your fan base and then let them attack and kill themselves. It, it's not creating any progress. Like when you go to other countries, I was watching uh, this interview. I want to say it was from either a guy in Hungary or Jordan. I don't even know which country it was. But it was a gentleman that was, it was a leader. I want to say it was a prime minister. And they were grilling him about uh, not being, society not being multicultural. In the sense of the things that they do that the country was pushing. And if you go all over Europe, it's the same way. You go to Paris, you go to, you go to France, you go to Italy, you go to Spain, you go to Germany, you go to Serbia, you go to Czech Republic. They're, they're heavily indoctrinated in one culture. And this was what the leader was saying. It's like, this is our identity as a country. We're not denying if you have another practice of Christianity, if you have another practice of beliefs, that's fine. But when you come to this country, these are the rules and regulations that we're going to follow as a collective. And that lady was, I mean, she didn't have any answer to that, the reporter. I mean, she kind of understood that, you know, they, they there wasn't nothing wrong with it. And, and, I, and I feel the same way. I feel like, look, I'm American at the end of the day. Fourth of July, Happy New Year's, Independence Day, Memorial Day, Labor Day. Okay? I'm American. At the end of the day, my passport is American. Uh, if you're trying to say I'm Puerto Rican, no. And I have my parents and their parents, for sure, the lineage comes from there. But I was born in USA, baby. New York, New York. Raised in Florida. Polk County. And I'm an American. No matter what, if I try to throw Puerto Rican flags, what? no, 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 it ain't happening. It ain't happening. USA all fucking day. And there's no other country like this. And I, I want to get back, or I wish we can get back to a society where all of us are not worrying about if I throw an American flag that is being racist or is virtual signaling to don't get me wrong there are people out there that use those signals to represent their bigoted ideology but the flag would stand for something bigger than that right unity inclusion uh being able to uh, believe in a dream and follow it and pursue it so that's been very inspirational so i don't know how to move forward in my podcast and I will. I mean, I'll probably just start talking about things like this, whatever comes up. But I, I just, I feel so inspired that I'm like, damn, do I really want to talk more about politics and and, and talk about it in a way that uh, um, it, it's more common ground or, you know, all these things, man. I, I'm just really, um, I, as I'm going through all these things and my daughter had her 13th birthday and I'm trying to get her scheduled with piano lessons and all that stuff, you know, I'm just getting, um, you know, I, I just got a text message for the piano class. Um, I'll go ahead and, and, and respond to this later. Um, but yeah, I would say that I'm just in a shift again. Like Minnow going from the, the Bill Burr, Joey Diaz, just ranting away about shit, talking about my life and, and being like just venting all this shit out, right? Like all this shit that I've always wanted to say, I never had the chance to say. 
and I never had to anybody want to care to listen to. Uh, to to now I'm like okay I'm I'm that's I'm, I'm good I'm done. Like I feel at peace with a lot of things. I still want to talk about things, but not in an adversarial way, or in a way that is is being condescending to other people. Maybe that'll change next week. Who knows? You know, but I, I, that's that's where I'm at. But that's amazing what one person can do to see RFK take on the attacks, to take on, and for him to take the high ground. It is. In this world of of acid and vitriol being thrown, and the you know the governors talking back to reporters in condescending way, and it's been seeing that it's like wow, that this makes me feel good. This makes me feel American. This is what I want to represent as a collective. And if you haven't gotten a chance to see RFK Jr. talk about things. And the way he responds to heated discussions, it's it's a beautiful thing. From for me anyway. I've seen it. I'm not saying he's perfect. None of these guys are perfect. I'm not asking for perfection. But what I do ask is for leaders to act like leaders. And I and I think it inspires me because I think in, in my moments I try to be a leader and I have to make the best decision for everybody involved. So I don't know where I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna keep doing this, man. So just hang in there, guys. Sorry, sorry to my two listeners.